Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. In season two of Hacks and Hobbies, we're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, I get to speak with Mark Stephen Puller. He is a radio presenter at the Good Intentions show, UI Media Network. And we've been connected for some time and I really loved what Mark was doing with his network, how he's helping entrepreneurs create that mindset and belief system that makes their success a reality. And this is something that all of us struggle with. You know, mindset is something that is basically pushed into us from a very young age. And to be able to change that mindset takes real effort. So I'm really happy and really honored to have Mark here on the podcast. Thank you so much, Mark, for coming on to the podcast. Hi, Junaid, and thank you so much for that great introduction. And I'm really happy to be invited on your amazing podcast today. Thank you so much. Absolutely, my friend. So what what I was trying to get into is that, you know, it's our our mindset is made up from a very young age. And as we go to school and as we go through these systems, we are taught to be a certain someone, you know, conforming to a way that it's like, wow, this is crazy. So I really love what you're doing and how you're helping people get out of that mindset and really accept success in their lives. Because if you don't change our mindset, a lot of times people who become entrepreneurs or go from being an employee to an entrepreneur, they think that freelancing is entrepreneurship, but really that isn't it. So tell me a little journey about yourself and how, what inspired you to take other people and help them shape their mindset to become successful? Well, Janae, that's quite a big question there and <laughs> could take a while to answer that. But going back to mindset, I have had bad mindset and I've had good mindset. Mm. And going back to my childhood, I was heavily bullied throughout my childhood mm. about the way I looked about my sexuality at primary school Baba. before I even knew it Baba. myself. <laughs> <laughs> How little one over here. Baba. Hello there, little one. I'm on the phone with you. He just got back from school. Baba. <laughs> That's amazing. You should keep this in to show people the outcuts. Okay, I can water the plants in a little bit. Okay. Okay. Go play with your stuff and I'll come see you in a little bit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> he just gets back from school at this time and he's like, Dad, you got to come water the plants because, you know, 
these things happen. I'm used to yeah. design and having to edit, and <laughs> it does annoy me a little bit, though, when yeah. guests make mistakes, and then I think, oh, no, I've got to edit it now. <laughs> no, that's not a problem at all. Um, I love editing my episodes to make sure that you know we catch capture, like I'm not joining on, and, and you know we're, we're keeping the audience engaged. So, yeah, absolutely. Fun, Shall fun, I fun. go back to that question then? Yeah, you can continue from where you left off. Mm-hmm. That's a great question, Janaid, and that might take quite a while to <laughs> answer. Going back to what you said about mindset, I have had bad mindset and I've had good mindset and I know which I prefer. And you talked about belief systems and childhood I had a hard childhood. I was heavily bullied throughout my childhood Mm. about the way I looked, about my sexuality at primary school before I even knew my sexuality myself. And it led to me having really low self-esteem and low self-confidence. By the age of 15, my life had really started to, it had started to spiral out of control a little bit. I'd been playing up at school. I left school with really bad grades and I started drug taking at the age of 15. Mm. And it started on soft drugs to start with, things like weed and amphetamines And by the age of 18, it had started to get on to heavier drugs like ecstasy. And I have always been a worker. I started off my career as a hairdresser, Mm -hmm. working for some of the biggest name hairdressers here in the UK. Mm. I started to party every weekend, started to take drugs. And by the age of 21, my drug taking had really spiralled out of control and I was addicted to crack cocaine and heroin. Mm. And I went on a party night out with friends, tried a new clubbing drug, one minute having the time of my life, (laughs) excuse me, and the next minute I woke up in hospital. I had just collapsed and died. My chest had all been shaven where shock pads had been used on me to bring me back to life. And bruises all up my arm where adrenaline had been pumped into me to bring me back to life. And that was a wake-up call for me, Janaid. I was living a bad life and it was going nowhere. So I slowly started to rebuild my life and work on my mindset. I read my first Law of Attraction book at the age of 21, and I thought there's really something in this, that your thoughts can change your outcomes. And though it was slightly later on in life, I really started working on my mindset That was a turning point, having read my first Law of Attraction book. Mm -hmm. 
it was a slow, slow road to recovery. By the age of 30, I had had enough of working for other people and making money for them and not making much money for myself. And so my entrepreneurial journey started. I left a paid job having a mortgage to pay Mm. and um, took the risk to become an entrepreneur and set up my first freelance hairstylist business. Mm. And a year into my business, the best decision I ever made was to go into a more entrepreneurial journey. Mm. Someone introduced me an opportunity in network marketing. Mm. And this was a massive turning point in my personal development. I said yes to the opportunity and the world of personal development and social media entrepreneurship, it really changed my life. All of a sudden, I was being coached how to build a team, how to do social media, the Mm -hmm. importance of mindset and business skills. And I did network marketing for two years. Mm -hmm. I built a team of 50 recruited into six different countries and then I realized that's amazing thank you and then I realized I wasn't following my true potential I was at network marketing events watching the professional speakers on stage sharing their motivational stories Mm. and I thought I want to be on that stage speaking. That's my passion. So three years ago, I left network marketing and jumped in the deep end to become a professional speaker. Now, within three years, I have had an incredible up and down journey, highs, lows. I've spoken all over the UK April this year, I spoke on the same stage as Jack Canfield at the Wealth Mastery event in Toronto. Mm -hmm. I've become an international best-selling author, number one in the USA, number one in Canada, number two in the UK. Um, I'm a public speaking coach, helping entrepreneurs to develop their entrepreneurial skills, social media skills, public speaking skills. And then January this year, another amazing opportunity was offered me to do radio. So now I have two radio shows. Nice. And it's just amazing when you're open to opportunities and say, yes, you really can achieve great results. And I now do national press and PR, helping my clients get featured in Fox, NBC, ABC. I put my clients into business publications to help give them exposure, help build ability, authority. And I also help my clients with getting to bestseller status with their books as well. That is quite a journey, my friend. Thank you. I told (laughs) you it would take quite a while. (laughs) No, that that was beautiful because, you know, I see, I see the, the different things that you didn't write. So you're working for somebody else. You're like, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. And then you would present it an opportunity with network marketing. That opened up your mind to a totally different way of thinking and 
help you change your mind. And then you get into that thing because now this is feeding you where you are not getting that same kind of education while working with somebody else. But then two years later, you're like, you know, this has been great. I've learned so much, but this is not, this is not the end all be all. What else can I do? Hey, I want to be a speaker. And then that's how you got to be where you are today, being a radio presenter for multiple TV shows or multiple radio shows, which is very fascinating because if we don't take that effort or if we don't look and see what we're doing wrong, we do get stuck in a rut. And yes, it does take a lot of effort on our own part as well as you know having enough mentors around enough people that believe in you that help you uh you know get to that point where you really want to be so that's that's beautiful i love it yes and i have a saying what i say and i do do it in my speech mm-hmm. Always know when to end something and start something new. There's more than one path to your end destination. Like you said, it's taken a lot of work, Junaid. Mm -hmm. I had low self-esteem, low self-confidence. At the age of 30, I was starting to sort my life out but I was still just doing my freelance hairdressing business yeah it's never too late to work on you on yourself I've invested around 25,000 pounds to date in coaches business mentors I've had voice coaching I go to events Mm. seminars you have to invest in yourself and your own personal development. It's a hard journey being an entrepreneur. For the first year of my speaking career, I spoke all over the UK, Mm -hmm. everywhere for free. I didn't earn a penny. And it's an up and down journey. It's not always easy, but it's all about mindset, working on your mindset and personal development and things start to get easier the more momentum that you build and the power of your network is so important as well when I started network marketing I had 3,000 friends Mm -hmm. on Facebook sorry I had 300 friends friends. on Facebook and now I have I maxed out on Facebook. I've got around 5,000 on Instagram, a couple of thousand on LinkedIn, a couple of thousand on Twitter. It's all about building a network and building really strong relationships. And I believe as well, coming from a place of honesty and integrity, because that's one thing I don't like is there can be a lot of fake personalities out there and it's really important to me to come from a place of integrity trust and honesty and I feel that has really helped me to succeed because people can see I'm genuine yeah no that's that's beautiful that's very very true uh and there's all sorts of people on social media but then you find the genuine ones by 
looking at what they're doing. There's a lot of people that just created their accounts like two days ago or last month. And all they're trying to do is just to create a fake followership or, or create something that's not there to scam people and to, uh, you know, be like take advantage of unsuspecting people. So it's very important to be genuine, to have authentic um, information and, um, you know, be just a proper human being. Correct. And look after your network as well. It's about building relationships with people and really getting to know people. And it's really strange how your network works because like in network marketing, friends and family, they're not interested or in, in opportunities in general. It's normally people that you don't know that will give you that opportunity and some of the people closest to you might not be interested, Mm -hmm. but someone you don't even know that well will give you the opportunity. So it really is about being open-minded and building great relationships. That's so true. Because um, I've been I've been involved in network marketing too, of course. You know, back in the days, I've um, visited Amway, Quickstar, um, Two by Two. There's there's several different ones, and and it's very true. You like they will tell you, you know, you start with your family, and then see okay yes. who's interested. It's like that's the wrong place to go. I mean, that's the wrong way to approach it. And and now we have the tools like social media where we can target we can figure out okay who would be interested in this kind of product okay i'm going to focus on talking to these people because they already have the same mindset that i'm looking for somebody who would be great for my network and um, what's really funny is that just three weeks ago there's a new tv show called becoming a god in central florida and it's um it's um shot in era the 90s and it focuses around network marketing, which is really, really interesting. I was like, wow, this is this is a kind of a refresher. But what you mentioned, you know, knowing your network, who's in my network, just because I have 2,000 people that are my connection, that are in my address book right now, does not mean that they know who I am. Correct. That, that knows what I am, that that I have the expertise that I can help them with. And, and like yourself and I am myself, you know, working and struggling through this journey myself. Uh, I left my job a few months ago and I've been struggling building networks and building, you know, these connections. And, and just now uh, for the past few weeks, I've been seeing the result of communicating and connecting with these people with my uh, my network and how that's coming back, and um, it's it's the un- most unlikeliest place that you'll find somebody that's going to give you that break, that's going to get you to that next level. It's it's really fascinating to see that happen and and um, continuing to just be fascinated. Like it's amazing. Very true, and I. It's not always success. It's not always highs. It's not always 
winning you have to realize with social media entrepreneurship and the kind of business that we're in they're going to be lows and that's why you have to realize that it's highs and lows and it's all part of the whole picture and when you're having the lows just know that the highs will come because when you look at some people's social media profiles it may just look that it's winning all of the time and make you feel like well why am I struggling but the fact of the matter is people only post the best of the best on social media I have struggles, I have rejection, I have lots of no's, I have lots of failures, but I know that I I also create a lot of success and I do win a lot as well. Mm. So it's about just knowing that, you know, it's okay to struggle and it's part of the whole picture. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and, um, highs and lows are part of life. I mean, if we look at the the most microscopic thing or even if you just look out we have days and nights every single day that shows that highs and lows are necessary our heartbeat in itself is a series of ups and downs the pumping of the blood it's it's what makes us human that's a great way to put it Junaid thank you um Man, that was that was awesome. So, so you told us about your story, how you came up from being of low esteem, low self esteem, and then coming out of that, and then being able to help others and help build their successes, and and realize that it is necessary to see, to have experienced bad times or have experienced the lows to be able to appreciate the high times and the good times. Um, What are some of the other motivations that, I mean, we've talked a lot about how that's shaped your, but what are your, like some of the daily motivations that help you get to the next step? I mean, do you have a system in place where you're, you have a connection point with uh, your close circle people that you're connecting with on a daily basis because a lot of the times we we might say, okay, we are an entrepreneur, but you got to have, I'm sure there's some kind of, you tell me um, if I'm going in the right direction in that question. I think we've with building success, I've lost quite a lot of friends on the way. Mm-hmm. And I've found the more successful I'm getting, people that I thought my, were my friends can get jealous. Mm-hmm. And then I find that hard because I struggle like everyone else, but then I find people can get jealous when you are succeeding. Mm-hmm. and you have to be very careful who you let in. I have only got a couple of real friends. Mm -hmm. I keep my business close to my heart. Yeah. I've got lots of connections, lots of friends, lots of associations. Yeah. Um, What motivates me every day? I think 
I used to be running away from my past and always wanting to prove to everyone I've come from bullying and I can succeed and Mm -hmm. that used to be a big motivation but I feel like now my motivation more is the future that I'm creating because Mm -hmm. I I feel like I'm creating quite a lot at the moment and getting results so it's more like I'm motivated by my vision for the future I've got really strong um rituals i am recently doing a great self-hypnosis program i find that really effective mm-hmm. i work on my mindset every single day i journal i meditate i eat well i take exercise every day mm. um i draw out my future i read at least five pages of a book every night at mm. the moment i'm reading Jack Canfield's Success Principles. It's around a 500 page book, mm. and I'm almost halfway through that. Nice. Um, so I feel like rituals are so important, and I'm just very careful now who I let in because you do have to be careful. There are a lot of people out there that you might think are your friends. Mm -hmm. And as you start rising, they're not. And you have to be careful of that. The higher you get, you do have to be careful with who you trust. Yeah. Now, that's a really good point about who to trust and, and who your friends used to be versus who your friends are. Uh, A lot of the times, your friends want you to stay the same right because they don't want people don't like like people don't like change which is hilarious because we change all the freaking time um yes on a daily basis on a daily basis we're changing you know we change our clothes we change our hair we we, you know uh, everything uh, and what's what's crazy is that every seven days, I think our bodies renewed because of the new body cells that our body creating. Now I need to verify that is it is it every week or is it every seven uh, you know seven days or I'm or maybe some hundred percent sure. Yeah. But I do know. I think it's within around seven years. You've got almost a whole new body that's generated. Yes. I yeah. might be wrong whether it's seven or ten. Yeah, it's just even the, even the information is really interesting. Yeah, it is fascinating. Um, so, and then so a lot of the times people, when they see that you're you are on a journey where you are going to be successful or you're going to be, like a lot of a lot of the true friends will tell you, hey, don't forget about me when you are way up there, <laughs> right? Like in films, you you, for example, somebody who comes from a small town, they'll you know, and and they're going and acting in movies, like oh, don't forget me when you're up there, you know, on the big stage. Yes. But what's what's really funny is what you mentioned, right? People, they'll become distanced because they think they assume that you don't have enough time for them, or that. Um, 
that they are taking away from you something that they that that they can't really take away. And also, I think when you do lose friends, it makes room for some incredible people to come into your life. So even though I have spoken about how you do lose friends, I'm associating with people. When I was 30, I would think it was insane. I've interviewed Hollywood celebrities on my radio show, big business leaders. Um, It's just incredible that when you do work on your personal development, you can really change who you are. And for all the bad people that you lose or the fake people that you lose, it makes room for incredible people to come into your world. That's true. You attract more people that are you're like yourself, that work on themselves, that are building something memorable in the world. That's correct, yes. Beautiful. Well, this was a really fascinating talk. I do have a few questions that I ask my guests um, towards the end that um, brings us back to, you know, the hacks and hobbies aspect of the podcast. I'm happy to share. Awesome. So what is the one hobby that you wish you had the opportunity to go into, but you never got the chance? Okay, so when I was 16 mm-hmm. or 15, because I left school before my 16th birthday with, mm-hmm. no, with no exam results, really oh. bad, um, I always had an interest in drama and wanted to go to drama school. Mm-hmm. And at the time, drama school was thousands and thousands of pounds and my family wouldn't have been able to afford it. And they told me to go and get a proper job. Hence why I became a hairdresser. Mm. But my passion was always to become an actor or a television presenter. Mm. So now that I'm in radio, I feel like I have come back to my true potential. And that just shows it's never too late. I'm on television um, on smart TVs with my yeah. radio show, yeah. FM radio. So I really feel like that's because of w- what I wanted to do when I was younger in drama mm. and television presenting. That's pretty That's pretty awesome. So tell us uh, a little bit about the Good Intentions show. And it says UI Media Network. Is that the name of the company? The UI Media Network? Yes, so I have two radio shows. One okay. is on bin, on the Business Innovators Radio Network mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I interview business leaders and really spotlight their products and services or I interview best-selling authors to really spotlight them and give them exposure, help to give them credibility and authority. Mm-hmm. The Good Intention show is just such a great great radio show i'm co-host of the show and it's a spiritual radio network and we interview around topics of health business lifestyle entrepreneurship spirituality and the ui media network is a non-profit foundation and they're really looking to do good in the world and it 
a really, really great non-profit foundation. And the radio show is incredible and it's got an audience of 3 million worldwide. Wow. It's on FM radio in Atlanta, Ohio, Kentucky, and is broadcast on multi, multiple, multiple platforms, smart television. Mm. And I love that show because I really get to interview people who've gone through change, transformation. We talk about controversial topics and it's really coming from a good place to really um, share good to the world. And that's what I love about it. Beautiful. Thanks for, sh- thanks for sharing that. That sounds really, really awesome. And um, on your you know, favorite hobby, being an actor, <clears throat> it's, it's still not too late. I mean, you're already in the media business. <laughs> and uh, as a podcaster, we're in the media business too. And, and um, I, was to, I was talking to one of, our, uh, one of my mentors, uh, Pat Flynn, and he was saying, you know, as a podcast host, we have the ability to go in to events as a, as a media. And you get discounted tickets and sometimes they even let you in for free because you are part of the media, you're part of the the network. I was like really fascinated about that. That's correct. And not so much acting anymore because I don't actually feel I'd make a good actor. (laughs) But more television, I'd like to get my own television show. So anyone listening out there, please get in touch and give me a break. But um, anything is possible. Maybe I'd like a little extras part in a really big horror movie. Sure. To fill that little dream. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I took that journey of acting and I really didn't know. I mean, I'm a pa- I am have passion for video production and whatnot and for at one point in my life, I wanted to be a stand-up comedian, but that never really fruit, you know, took fruition because I didn't really have a lot of jokes. Anyhow, fast forward, I met my coworker and he's like, yeah, I'm a stand-up comedian for past five years. I was like, whoa, really? He's like, yes. And I've written plays and I've, you know, directed music and written novels. And he's, he's basically done it all. And I was like, dude, that is pretty fascinating and then he's the one who told me you know you should start a podcast or you should talk about queen bee on my podcast because one of the things that people will talk about you know hey you have what's your new hobby this week and it's still this the same case because i'm always intrigued by the people and intrigued by what they're doing but to bring the short long story short I've been, I've had the opportunity to be in a TV show, uh, to be an extra in a TV show in the background, or be a principal in a, in a feature like film that they're filming, or be a principal and actor in like this video commercial for retirement. It's like a retirement ad that I was in on. So yeah, I'm, I'm taking that um step a little bit a little step at a time to go in the acting space and see what comes out of it it's it's been a pretty fascinating journey so far it's an exciting journey and you just never know where you will end up it could be a totally different place to where you 
thought you was going when you first started, but exactly. just enjoy the process, follow your dreams, and you will get to where you want to get to. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Next question is also related to TV and, and video. Uh, what would be, what is your favorite movie or TV show? Favorite movie or TV show? I don't watch television mm -hmm. and I don't watch a lot of films. Sure. From the top of my head, it's a bit gruesome, but I quite like horror movies. I okay. don't watch them very often. Yeah. But something like Silence of the Lambs, mm. Hannibal, the Saw films. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just love horror films and feeling nice. scared, but I don't watch them very often. Yeah. I'm, I read a lot more now, and nice. I'm on YouTube quite a lot watching mindset, personal development, training. Nice. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I, I, whenever I do get time, I'll watch the TV and I'll watch movies, but I, I love growing my mind and, and learning from others. It's, it's been a pretty fascinating journey. Awesome. There's no better investment than in personal development. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I know you said you mentioned you like horror movies. Uh, the next question is related to it, but we can skip it if you will like. So the question is, what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Okay, so I would love to be in a horror film mm -hmm. and be in something like scream okay and be one of the people that get killed <laughs> <laughs> because then my part wouldn't have to be too long but too I've, long <laughs> i've still spoken and i'll be remembered but. yeah yeah that, that that makes sense i mean you could be the first you could be the first or second character who was a victim and then they are now investigating the victim and how this all happened. <laughs> Definitely. Cool. Um, all right. The next question is, uh, who is your favorite superhero? Now this could be a hero or a, you know, superhero in, in the comics world, or it could be a hero uh, in real life or, you know, whichever one you, you can pick. Okay. Well, Straight off the top of my head, from my childhood, I was crazy about Superman, Supergirl. And it was recently, I said I don't watch telly, but this movie mm -hmm. was on the other day, mm -hmm. Superman. And Superman. I did actually say to a family member, "Yeah, this is still a really good film now. So I would have to say Superman. Superman, nice. He is He is the, the main character. He's uh, turned a lot of hearts and he's he's truly pure of heart based on the struggles that he's gone through because, right, he is from a totally different planet. And he's now growing up on Earth and he has to, I mean, sure, he doesn't have the mindset of being a Kryptonian, but again, he, you know, he grows up and then, well, now he's an adult. Now he's learned that, no, wait. I'm from a totally different planet. Now he's got to make all that adjustment and, and come through. 
Um, I do remember watching the first Superman and I'm still trying to remember, you know, how deep they went into because they had the backstories with Smallville, you know, it's like eight years running and now you're, you're discovering that here's Superman as Clark Kent and how he's discovering all these powers that he has and now he has to keep him hidden. I mean, that, sto- that story has been told many, many times through, through the decades. Yes, and I just think it would be pretty amazing to be able to fly and have superpowers. Oh, yeah. And do lots of great things. And I just think they're just great movies. I think they're timeless and um, they're just still great today. Yeah, exactly. All right, last question. If you were a board game, which board game would it be? Okay, so one, I don't play board games, but mm-hmm. off the top of my head again, um, Monopoly, because mm-hmm. I like I like playing around with money and mm-hmm. winning and taking a bit of a gamble. So it nice. would be Monopoly. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, um, I know that my guests can find you, my my audience can find you on your website, markstevenpooler.com. I will be sure to uh, make that part of the show notes. And thank you so much, Mark, for your time and being on a, on a guest, being on the podcast. <laughs> thank you so much, Janaid. I've really enjoyed the conversation. It's been fun. You've been a great host. And thank you for inviting inviting me as a guest on your amazing podcast absolutely thank you again and i'm glad we were able to work out our timings and everything (laughs) see you soon see you soon bye thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on hacks and hobbies we absolutely appreciate your contribution you can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today